0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we're going to talk about a very familiar story that we've all heard as a child, but I want to pick out a couple of verses in this story and share some things that God has taught me in this story. So if you have your Bibles, we're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we're going to um, just kind of pick up the story where the armies of Israel and uh, the Philistine army is kind of beginning to face off here. And we're going to kind of set the stage in verse 3. So in verse 3 it says the Philistines stood on one mountain and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side with a valley between them. So we have the Philistines on one side and Israel's army on the other side of the mountain and then there's a valley in between them. And God kind of pointed out just a little bit thinking about that that our battle lies in the valleys. You know when we're on the mountaintop as Christians when we're really up on the mountaintops and everything is going good and everything's going great sometimes we don't really um, think about God and think about the need for God um, and so our battle, the battlegrounds that we face in our life is usually when we're always down low in the valley so our battleground if you will is gonna be in the valleys and then we're gonna move down to verse 5 and 7 and it says he had a bronze sword talking about um, Goliath now he had a bronze uh, helmet on his head and he was armed with a coat of maul and it weighed the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of bronze and he had a bronze armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders now the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his iron spearhead weighed 600 shekels and his shield bearer went before him Now, I want us to think about that for just a minute um, because I was kind of thinking about it and was wondering why would the Bible actually sit down and describe the armor that Goliath had? And I think it it had to kind of do with the intimidation factor just a little bit. So I kind of started looking up some things and trying to figure out what, what does this armor actually mean? And the spearhead... In uh, 2600 B.C. spearheads for someone of David's uh, size, and sta- I mean uh, Goliath's size and statue would have weighed about a pound. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but you just think about trying to throw a pound of something at somebody and I, that, that's, that's quite a lot. Uh, but then the weaver's beam, that was kind of the most impressive number that I found. A weaver's beam was about two to two and a half inches in diameter, and it was about 26 feet long. So you think about, we've got a sword here that's two to two and a half inches in diameter, which is probably about like this, and then it's got a pound spearhead on it. And then I went on to look up, and I mean the weights of the armor alone was just astronomical for a man to actually walk around with armor that that was that heavy. And I think the Bible is kind of working up here, just giving us an idea of how big Goliath was, how heavy his armor was, and what a formidable foe that Goliath was. So Goliath, under everyone's uh, ideas, was a very 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 big big man so then we're going to move on um, down into verse eight, and um, it uh, we're gonna kind of look there for just a minute. And it says, Then he stood and cried out to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine, and you the servant of Saul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. And I think that's that's an interesting point there, because here we have Goliath in his full array of armor, and as big as he is, and he he comes out and he announces who he is. Am I not a Philistine? Am I not a warrior? Who are you to stand against me? And I think that's just very interesting because sometimes when we get into the heat of battle for whatever trials and tribulations and battles that we face in our daily lives, the enemy often calls out to us to tell us just how big he is. Who are you to come against me you have nothing you you can't fight me and again it's just that uh, intimidation and that fear tactic that I think um, so often God just try or that Satan just tries to 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 uh, just keep us bound in our fear by saying who are you just who are you to stand against me and then moving on down to verse 10 and 11 it says and the Philistine said I defy the army of Israel this day give me a man that may fight together when Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine they were dismayed and greatly afraid and there again I think you know once the enemy announces that he is on your case, and and uh, whatever it may be, and whatever size it may be, whether you hear that word cancer, or you hear that you know hear the words I'm going to lose my job, you hear you hear all of these things when you when the devil announces that he is attacking you, and this is I'm coming after you. We just get so scared and so terrified that we become defeated, and and nothing has happened. These are just words that I kind of keyed in on that. That in that uh, verse there, just words. When he, when they heard these words, now they've seen no action yet. They've not seen any fighting yet. Just the words of the Philistine just dismayed them, and they were greatly troubled and afraid. And then moving on down to verse sixteen. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself for 40 days morning and evening. So let's think about that for a minute. So we have um, the armies meet every single morning and for 40 days in the morning and in the evening here comes Goliath out and he parades around and he says these same things. Here I am the Philistine who are you going to fight me? So he's just wearing them down. Just wearing them down over and over and over again things wear us down. The enemy keeps presenting thing after thing. Who are you? You don't have a past or look at your past. You don't have a future. Look at who you are. Look at what you've done in your life. Just just wearing you down. He announces those same things over and over and over and over to keep us defeated. And then we move on to where David enters the scene. So, you know, as we know, David has been in the backside of a mountain somewhere and tending sheep, and he hasn't uh, realized or hasn't been kept up to speed on what all is going on, and he comes in to bring his brothers some food, and then he hears all of this, and, of course, we know that he is just dis- dismayed at what he hears. So he gets before King Saul, and if we look into verse 33, and... Um, And uh, we look into verse 33 and so he is uh, coming to Saul now and he has decided that he's going to go out and he's going to fight, uh, fight with Goliath and Saul tells him this and Saul said to David you are not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him for you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth so I think this is very interesting point right here because one of the things that I thought about is, you know, when we when we really get dismayed uh, over something and we kind of go to our friends and our friends start telling us, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You've, you've never, you're not good enough to do this or you've not ever been, uh, you know, you don't have the education for this. You don't, I mean, just excuses after excuses after excuses after excuses to say you, you can't do this. So I kind of thought about that and I thought, you know, sometimes we need to be Selective of who we listen to, and we need to be selective of who our friends are. Uh, you know, we want people to tell us the truth, and we want people to uh, help us in in some things. But sometimes, if God has put something on my heart, and God says, "This is what's going to happen. This is what I want you to do," and we know that we know that is coming from God then we can't listen to our friends. We can't listen to that. We need to focus on God because again, sometimes the enemy uses those around us to defeat us even further when we when we uh, are not listening to him directly. So we need to be very careful of who our friends are. So David kind of keeps going and he's pretty much said, I'm, I'm going out there to fight the Philistines. Now I don't care what you say. And then we move into verse 38. So Saul clothed David with his armor and uh, he put a, hel- a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coat of maul. Now, I want to be—I want us to really kind of look at that verse there for, for just a minute. So David has won the argument with Saul, and he still says, I'm going out to fight the Philistines. Now, here we have little bitty David, who was a youth, probably 13, 14, somewhere in that neighborhood, and he says, I'm going out to fight this big giant, and I don't care what you say, I'm going to go do it. And so then Saul tells him, of course, that we just read, that no, you can't do it. You're a youth. Saul has followed all of his whole entire life, blah, 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 blah. But David's made up his mind. Well, then Saul decides, well, I'll put my armor on you. And I think that's the key point right there. Saul put his armor on David. We can't accept other people's armor. We can't accept how other people lived their life or have done the things that they have done and 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 um, had the success that they have had success with and achieved with their gifts and their talents. We've got to use what God has given us and we've got to hold on to that. We've got to understand our gifts, understand who we are in Christ, understand every single bit of that And hold on to that because God puts down on the inside of each and every one of us our own special gifts to handle the task and the assignments that he has for us. And we can't use somebody else's armor. And then lastly, we go into verse 45 and it says this. Then David said to the Philistine, you you come to me with a sword and with a spear. And... and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. And I'm thinking there, David really gives us an excellent example as to who we are in Christ. He is coming against the enemy he doesn't care about the swords and he doesn't care about everything and how big the Philistine is he is coming to him saying you have come against me with all of this but I come against you in the name of the Lord. David recognized who he was and that kind of reminds me of a verse in Ephesians and that's Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 and it says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might David really understood who he was in Christ. And I hope you figure that out too. You are a child of God and down on the inside of you, God has placed special gifts and special talents that only you have to face the challenges and the assignments that he has given to you. Thank you and God bless you.